I'm CT and it's time to get down. Playboy Radio making a sound that's... Models, celebs, actors, and nerds. We're gonna have it all. Having all the fun with the dopest girls. Because it's Clayton Thomas against the world. It's coming. It's coming. I always love that ad lib. I hate my theme song. We have to get a new one, but we are here, folks. I am always glad to see you guys. Uh, first of all, I have a stacked studio today. I am honored to have these people in the room. First of all, holding the camera and my periscope. Periscopers, make sure you guys are giving hearts. Make sure you shout out my man, Hollywood KP, on the ones and twos. Make some noise for him. I have some lovely ladies here. What is your name? Lizzie? Izzy is here. Izzy is in the building. I got my man from the Gekin Podcast, from Fantastic Forum, and from CT Against the World. My man, Mayor Young, make some noise for him. What up, what up, what up? Gotta shout out my official co-host, my official uh, amazing chocolate chick in the world. She's one of the coldest, and I just happen to be sharing my life with her. Ladies and gentlemen, from the newly released Zodiac Side movie from the sitcom Family Time, which is airing right now every Tuesday, Tangerine. Make some noise. Yay, me. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me on, Clayton Thomas. My pleasure. I got Sierra in here. Say your name one more time. Got Trisha in here. Now, here, here's to where we get the meat of the thing. I got to introduce this young lady. Man, this young lady is fantastic. I'm going to tell you why she's fantastic. I have a young lady here named Amber Borzotra, okay? Amber Borzotra, very quick, we had a show. She was on the show a couple weeks ago, and we were having a good time. We go to Olive Garden, which is the official kick it after party, apparently, <laughs> afterwards, which is a random place, and that's why I like it. So we go to Olive Garden. It's myself, it's KP, and it's Lawrence, and we're all sitting down having lunch. I'm not eating, and this shows to be a day that I should have been. Anyway, <laughs> so the beer comes everybody's talking and everything and then we're like yo where did the bill just go we just saw the bill she's like oh i I took care of it i paid for it and we're like what Mm -hmm. she picked up the bill for everybody at the table and did it without saying oh yeah you guys leave a tip she was like i left the tip you guys just leave (laughs) like she took care of the whole thing and that showed me so much about who she was because every time you go out to dinner or lunch with some ladies they always like so you guys got it (laughs) You guys gonna take care of that? She took care of the whole thing, and that day she earned even more of my respect. I have Amber Borzotra. What's up, girl? Yes, and I think I'm in love. Yeah. Now, let's get to the gusto, man. I am joined by two gentlemen who are, first of all, fantastic. This first brother I'm about to introduce, man. I have had the honor and the pleasure of meeting this dude several times. This guy has actually become a friend. He's funny as hell. He's cool than a mother. He is an improv comedian. He's also a fitness expert and expert. Expert. I'm giving you that. And <laughs> one of my newly good friends, man. I got to welcome former WWE superstar, Hot Young Briley, a.k.a. Ow. Ryan Nemeth. Make some noise. Yes. Hot. How are you, man? I'm going to say after that speech, I think... You're top three of my best friends right now. <laughs> you're up. Moved, you moved up one spot from four to three. Four is good. Four is good. Now, let me tell you, man, it is, it's good to have you back here, man. We had you on a couple months ago, and this is why I like you so much, man. You're such a cool dude. I had the opportunity of seeing you in, I'm going to go on record and say this, the best improv show on the planet, which is Flying Chuck. And this guy was so funny, man. Wow, and he killed it so hard. My wife and I were looking, and we were like, this dude is really good. End up having him on the show, saw him perform again, man. He had me back as his guest. It was super dope to be there, man. So catch me up on everything, man. What's going on with you? Uh, we have a show. Uh, we have that same show, Flying Chuck, tomorrow night. Yay. And I'll be there. Good, good. Uh, 
that whole cast is awesome. They've been around the block. They were touring with Second City and all these other groups. Around, uh, Sam Richardson won a, uh, an Emmy this year. Yeah. They just got a show greenlit with Comedy Central. A lot of awesome, talented people in it. Yeah. And uh, we have a very special guest host tomorrow night. Yes. And speaking of that very special guest host, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening to the show for weeks and months on end, you already know I talk about this dude at least once every episode. Why? Because I am this guy's biggest fan in the this world. True story. If I was five years old, it would be normal. But since I'm almost 30, it's almost creepy. (laughs) (laughs) This man is amazing. Also a comedian, improv as well. This brother is WWE superstar. Somebody that I think is the most underrated superstar in probably the history of WWE. I can say these names because he cannot. (laughs) (laughs) This man is a two-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion because they merged him, so I'm giving it to you. Ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only, Dolph Ziggler. Make some noise. What's up, everybody? An intro. Hey, man. I proud myself on the intro. I might might need you at Hell in the Cell on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) We actually want to go. We actually, I've never been to, believe it or not, as much of a fan of WWE, I've never been to a live event. Hint, hint. Always want to go. (laughs) Is this going to be like Oprah where you tell everyone to look under your seat? Everyone look under your seat. (laughs) So, so a tube of chapstick for each one of you. <laughs> you get chapstick and you get chapstick. Right back is under the couch. Yes. I have right. to start this right now. The question of the day. First of all, give us a call. We would love to talk to you. 855-575-2926. I see a caller on the line. I'm going to let you hold tight until I get to the thick of this. Please be patient. You're going to holler at them. Now, the question of the day is, what would you do if your ex showed up to your house unannounced, wearing only a trench coat and a smile? Dolph, got to start with you. Whoa. Uh... Which ex? Does it matter? <laughs> um, wow. They showed up at the door. Well, first, actually, I could just kind of hang out inside for a minute because they're on camera when they get there. So it's kind of like a free show, I guess. <laughs> nice. Funny. So I would be like, just a minute. I'm just getting out of the shower. Give them five or ten minutes or so yeah. just so I get enough footage on them. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I mean, I would invite them in. And um, I was, you know, we'd probably... Maybe to watch some Netflix or something. Yeah, I'd, I'd read a lot. Yeah, so he's, I like cool. That. he's cool with it. Everyone like gets that. a second chance with me, especially if they're <laughs> naked or whatever. Yeah. Nice, uh, <laughs> Ryan. Give me the answer, man. Well, if they show up wearing something weird, I want to kind of open the door wearing something weird too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's your response. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe like like a sheet with uh, like holes in the eyes, a ghost thing, and then okay. Oh, a few holes, a few holes in the sheet. I would imagine there would be three. Where's that third hole? There's a third hole. Because uh, as long as if, if it's through the sheet, then it's, it's all it's legal. Yeah, whatever. It's not even cheating, actually. Yeah, anything goes. <laughs> you you played off like it was fate, like you both kind of were wearing yeah. weird stuff. Two at ghosts the same bumping time. into each other in the night. <laughs> Two ghosts passing in the night yeah. with a hole in the sheet. That yeah. old cliche. Yeah. Tange, what would you do? <laughs> Uh, nothing that creative. Uh, my ex has really skinny legs, so him in a trench coat would be hysterical and not appetizing. So I'd probably just take a picture of it to put on Instagram because I'm married and he's way out of line. And then I would uh, go tap my husband on the shoulder to come to the door and kick his ass. Here's the funny thing. And I got to go on record saying this, man. You know, there are you're supposed to hate your current spouse's ex. Like it just goes without saying you're supposed to hate him. When I tell you her ex is so cool, I can't. <laughs> 
can't be mad at this guy. Oh, we do a screening of our sitcom every Tuesday at the Man Cave. Shout out to the Man Cave. And How this guy, skinny are his legs, for real? He's very skinny. Okay. He's slim. He's like he's cut though, but he's slim. He's I didn't need you to throw the cut. I don't him. want them to think uh, I didn't have taste. Slow he's, down. He's, he's very right. muscular, but slim. I didn't. It's called, the term is skinny. The term is skinny. We gonna stick with that. I didn't need the extra part, but yeah, he's he's a really great guy, and he's like, hey man, you were really funny tonight, and I'm like. <laughs> Thanks, man. Fast. Anyway, yes, so I was. Thank you. <laughs> I hate this guy, but I love him because he's so cool. Uh, I'm gonna take the first caller, and I'm gonna jump straight into this. We got a lot of ground to cover in a little bit of time. Caller number one. What's up? Say your name. Who am I talking to? Hey, my name is Jennifer Garcia. Hey, didn't need the last name, but I appreciate you giving it to me. Uh, first of all, let me ask you a question. Phone number and yeah. <laughs> right, what's your social? <laughs> since we're here. Uh, I'm the last four. We need the last four. <laughs> so immediately, what describe, would you do if your ex showed your up? If your ex showed up to your house unannounced, wearing a trench coat and a smile, what would you do? Uh, I don't want to be mean, and I wouldn't shut the door. I mean, I suppose we could talk, you know, just talk it over and see see what happens, but. Uh, I don't know. All right, and you obviously <sighs> have a question for Dolph, so let's get to that. Oh. I'm sorry, what was that? Go ahead. You give us a call. Tell us what you, who you want to talk to. Oh, okay. Well, I've got a question for uh, Dolph Ziggler and uh, Ryan. Who knew? For you guys. Hot young Brad. All right. All right, so my question is, and I know this is a little, um, this is a little early, but I figured I'd ask now because you never know. Um, I know that this year, you guys, during WrestleMania weekend, y'all had a comedy show in the San Jose area. Uh, so I was wondering if you guys, I know, like I said, I know it's a little early. If you guys are kind of planning something like that for next year, uh, WrestleMania time in Dallas, because I plan on going to WrestleMania. I'm going to spend several days there in Dallas. So if you guys are doing a show, I'd love to go and check you guys out. So you already know, that works uh, at all? You know where or? you're staying already? What room? Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah, a planner. What's the Wi-Fi situation <laughs> there also? <laughs> yeah. uh, of course, uh, I mean, it's a, little, it's a little far out, but every chance we get, whether it's in L.A. or SummerSlam or WrestleMania, where I actually have two days or three days in the same city, I reach out to everyone I possibly can, and they reach out to me because they're very excited to bring in uh, all the wrestling fans that are in town. So any chance we get like that, of course, I'll try and set up one or two shows. But that is also the busiest week of the year I for can us. Imagine. We do something like uh, that week. We do like 800 appearances with all our people, and we're just wow. constantly – it's 12 to 16-hour days of appearances and stuff. But I, I usually find a way to get an hour or two to do a show, and uh, we'll reach out to somebody in Dallas. I have a couple friends out there. We'll do it. That's awesome. All Thank right. you so Thank much, Jennifer. The way she lit up. What's the security code on your credit? <laughs> oh, she's got <laughs> <laughs> um, so. It sounded like a way more serious question. Yeah, that was yeah, a, I got, I was You never called. Nervous. I have the kid. Like, <laughs> 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 your your so, car is being towed. Jokes, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Let's jump straight into it, man. So, Flying Chuck, tell us what you guys, first of all, how you guys became a part of Flying Chuck in the first place. Uh, I met the guys through John Morrison, actually. Around when I first moved out here, uh, I met Brett Gannell, who was a Second City veteran. He's, uh, he was touring around the country with Second City, and he teaches there, and he does some other things. And he said, he said oh, I used to do improv. Come see our show. And mm-hmm. I did. Then he had me guest perform with him one time and then said, why don't you just be a regular cast member? And then we thought of the idea of having a different wrestling personality host each month. And that the first one, I think, was my brother. Yeah, you were the first one. And then. Oh, sick. 
We've we've had about a, to be a four timer. No big deal. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Unprecedented. It's always the most fun when he does it. Cause it's good. It's fun because there's good chemistry, and I get embarrassed with like family stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we have some real sexy chemistry out there. Yeah. Ow! I think this. I would laugh so much at the story of our of Dad making salsa the last time. No, <laughs> <Yo. laughs> that was pretty good. I don't think everyone else thought it was. As no, as we weird. did. Yeah. No, it was hilarious. Like literally, <laughs> first of all, hearing your dad put so much passion into this, <laughs> and then for you guys to like, this is horrible, but you can't hurt his feelings. And he has no cultural background in like <laughs> that, like Mexican food. <laughs> but he he did a lot of homework. Yeah. He like studied. He looked up different recipes and combined them. And grew said, the what peppers. if I add this? And he grew peppers in his backyard. <laughs> And it was just oh it was chopped up tomatoes and water. Before. It was, <laughs> oh. it was, but it, and it was mostly water. And it was so, oh. it was the funniest thing when he wasn't in the room. So spicy. Uh, we used to, <laughs> so spicy it was, tomato uh, hot, water. Hot peppers. Hot water. Smell from it was like the, spicy yeah. water for your chips. Oh, <laughs> that's so spicy. What did we say? Like the logo was going to be a bottle of water no, branding a, a, a pepper. Big, a tomato. <laughs> just a tomato getting branded with like something. Yeah. <laughs> it was so spicy. So now, <laughs> Dolph, you're actually doing stand-up. I asked, I asked Ryan about this uh, last time we was here. I'm like, yo, so you're doing stand-up? So he's like, no, just improv. You're actually doing stand-up as well as improv. What are you talking about on stage? Uh, let's, uh, last, I've been very fortunate to get on shows that I have no business being on because um, I don't get to do open mics every night and bounce around. I'm constantly do, traveling with WWE, so any chance I get, I usually get to run through some stuff, whether with my brother or uh, – my writing partner, Lauren, just kind of throw ideas by her and act like she's a crowd because I don't get to get up and yeah. do it. So I walk onto a stage a lot of the times where there's some very polished people doing some stand-up, and I'm basically doing my open mic work, which is a little scary. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to think. Um, I went to the Cavs um, NBA Finals game in Cleveland last year, and on the way out um, we were walking to a car. Uh, WWE got us a car service, which was really cool, to go represent them. At the Cavs game, uh, mm-hmm. Miz and myself, because we're both from Cleveland, and we checked it out. We were walking back to our car, and the guy was waiting for us, and uh, Kanye and his crew tried to get into our limo. Whoa. And it was, it was so great, because uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of cars there, but we like knew the driver. We were from Cleveland, so like, oh, this is our car. I was like, hey, man, uh, times are kind of tough. You need to ride with us or something? And he was, he was very offended by that. And, uh, of course. Oh. And, uh, but it's such a good story. It's like I didn't have to add too many jokes to it, so it was actually pretty great. And uh, of all the five times I've done that, uh, th- that's the closer because it's it's too funny without even writing. I was so offended. Oh god! First of all, okay, we gotta take a quick break. I'm Callers. sorry, Kanye West. West. <laughs> West. I don't know if you guys. Some guy from the show, you guys know. That's a good point. There's a lot of Kanye. And uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> it's we'll, funnier if you know it's the famous guys. <laughs> we'll be right back with more CT Against the World. We'll be right back with more Clayton Thomas Against the World on PlayboyRadio.com. Don't go anywhere. If you haven't been listening to PlayboyRadio.com, this is what you're missing. She has this thing for our nannies, and it takes away discoloration, it tightens, and it poofs, right? Well, hold on. How do I know mine's discolored? What is the right color and what's the wrong color? You know, it used to be a thing, like, three or four years back, where you could do the the anal bleaching type of a thing. You got me at anal bleaching. I'm still kind of stuck on that one, because it's like, is it ever going to look any better? Like, are you in a competition? It definitely looks better. I definitely But who's judging? (laughs) Like, 
<laughs> well, if you're a playmate and you're going to be doing a photo shoot. I don't know about my your playmate pictorial, <laughs> but mine wasn't involving my anal well, area. <laughs> now I'm getting a complex. Yeah. Maybe I need, you know, my anal area bleached. <laughs> it's now going to make me wonder, like, what I, I didn't have. I didn't think I needed it. Shana started talking to me about all these procedures, and I'm like, I know, maybe I should get it. a mirror and look down there. Maybe, maybe I need some bleaching and some filling and some, maybe I need some stuff. I, I want to go in and try it. I just want to do like, I'll do like a before and after. Oh, you're going to photo it? Oh yeah, I'll photo it. And put that where? I don't know. I'll just have it for us to look at and be like, look at the difference. I don't want to look at your butthole. <laughs> not my but, not my booty. I'm talking about my nani. You're still on the booty. Okay, I'll look at that. <laughs> for this and even more great content, make sure to go to playboyradio.com. Welcome to PlayboyRadio.com. Make sure to download Sexy Bees with Andrea Lowell. Could you imagine a world where everyone was just freaking ripped? When you hit your goal, you just want to wear little clothes. You want to show off your body and you want to bone. Yeah, I'll ride you for two hours because you know what? I can. If you want to hear more, make sure to scroll down and click download podcast. PlayboyRadio.com. We're back. It's Clayton Thomas against the world, the world, world on PlayboyRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. CT against the world. I am Clayton Thomas. As always, we are joined by some gorgeous ladies. My man, Mayor Young. We got hot young Bradley. We got Hollywood <laughs> KP. We got Tangerine. We got Sierra. We got Amber Brazotra. We got Lenny. Lexi? Izzy? We got... Nailed it. Nailed it. I nailed it. And we got my man, Dolph Ziggler, in the building, man. First and foremost, yes, he deserves it. it. You guys all can't see. They're all standing. Don't pay no attention to that Periscope account. Everyone's giving me a standing ovation right now. Guys, please, please, we're just trying to talk here. Yo, and and Trisha, give me a separate round of applause for my man, Hot Young Briley. Just because... First of all, I got to show. It was low. It was fewer people. I got to show this man. That was my man Briley. The elderly brought me the hot young fitness shirt, which is his brand. Check my man out. First of all, sweet. We are back. We're kicking it, man. We're talking to the people. I got a couple callers on the line. Stay patient with me. We'll get to you in a second. Uh, so now, what are some of your favorite comedians to watch nowadays? Talking about stand up. Um, I just, I, I, if you know some stuff pretty well, I've been a nerd with uh, comedy since I was like five years old, I think. But I think I saw Don Rickles on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson when I was four or five and I thought it was funny. I didn't understand what he was saying, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, but uh, I didn't really get into racism until like six or seven. But Hilarious! Uh, no, it's, uh, I, I just, I just saw there was a live special on Comedy Central. <laughs> Well, because he, he does a different time you guys. No, there was a Brian Regan's live special on Comedy Central. That I thought was like really it's funny. the kind of food you like. <laughs> I just kind of dabbled, and I got into it. sorry. Racism at six is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> six or seven. It's not um, it's so sad. No. No, him telling I jokes. He, come on. Uh, anyway, if you make fun of everybody, technically it's racism, but you're making fun of everybody. Yeah. So I was like, I, I'm like, oh, cool. You, that just kind of taught me that everybody can be made fun of no Absolutely. matter who they are, what the deal is. And yeah. that's, uh, but I, I'm also very much into clean comedy, which Brian Regan just had a special on Comedy Central. It was like a live special a week or two ago, and I finally got home for a day to check it out. And 
It was fantastic. He's been doing great for probably 30 years, the stand-up. Yeah. And he's clean, and he's funny, and he's different, and I, I'm, I'm such a big fan of his. Bill Super Burr is great. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Nick DiPaolo is awesome. Like, every, you can name anybody. I'm like, I love those guys. Nick Swartzen, I keep his specials taped at my house. Uh, I watch them every once in a while because they're yeah. so good. Um, you can, I mean, there's probably a hundred more that I'm not naming, but. Got you. Ryan, give me a couple, man. I love Nick Swartzen, too. Uh, I'm way less into stand-up than, than my brothers, but Swartzen is definitely a top guy. Like, um, I love going back and watching old Norm MacDonald. Oh, yeah. If I can't sleep, that's what I if do. If you can uh, find, like, the late 80s where yeah. his voice is real <laughs> whiny and high, it's, it doesn't even seem like it's him. You know? The wiener dog. Classic. He's got way more of a Canadian voice yeah, then, too. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty hooked right now. I'm going to see uh, this improv group, the Cook County Social Club. I, I see mm. them maybe once every week or maybe every other week. These guys from Chicago, uh, I like seeing something different every time. Yeah, and if it's the same two or three guys, it's a completely different weird show. And that's I like where it's like an accidental laugh, and that. Yeah, that's the best man. Yeah, that was my favorite. I love seeing people make each other laugh yeah. on stage. Yes. I gotta take number one caller. I am talking to who? Tell me your name. Hello. Yes. It's Yolanda. Hey, Yolanda. Hi. Are we in trouble? Right. Yeah. <laughs> talk to me. Who you want to talk to? Get the question out. For both Ryan and Zoff, I have a question. Is it better to give or receive? Jeez. When it comes to birthdays and holidays, <laughs> yeah, what do we uh, give till it hurts? Is what I like to say, Ryan. I think giving always hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank but, you so but, much. But I definitely understand where you were going. I know who that is. It's yeah. We'll talk oh, later. God. You're in trouble. Thanks, Thank Yolanda. you so much, Yolanda. All right, uh, we got my third caller. Who am I talking to? Hey, caller. Hello. Yes, I need you to take that echo out. Uh, from the future? Batcave. <laughs> Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, she's, Ella. Talk she's sneaking on the phone in the bathroom. Right she's, she's Hi, yeah, Talk I had a can. question for dolls. Okay, go ahead. Um, why don't you block people on Twitter anymore? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say I don't really buy it, but you actually know the deal. Uh, nobody offends me that much anymore. And by the way, if you follow me on Twitter, it's a joke to block somebody, whether they say something complimentary or funny. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, my God, you're the best wrestler. You're so underrated. You should be the champ blocked. Get out of here. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time for that. Yeah. But now somebody sticks it to me in a really good way. Followed. So it's a crazy world we live in. Like Weird. I said. Thank you so much for the call. I'll Ella. get back to it somehow. Offend me. Okay, yeah, you blocked me for is she in jail? <laughs> we didn't want to one phone call. And had to, yeah. It was to you, doll. Had she asked for bail, I would have. I would have done it. That is very like this. I would have done it. I got my second caller on the line. Who am I talking to? Hello. Yes. Who am I talking to? Uh, Jenny. Hey, Jenny. Um, do you have a question for? Uh, Brian and Doll. Go ahead and ask. Uh, perfect. Um. People want to know if you guys are single. People. Are these people, people. you? <laughs> <laughs> How many people are standing next to you? <laughs> We're related. Nobody. Yeah. So. I mean, but always looking for other families or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like to party. I don't know. Uh, I like to party. I'll, I'll let you answer. Uh, I'm, I'm just 
<laughs> just seeing, seeing how it goes day, day by day, just, day, day, just day. trying to be myself. And, uh, <laughs> why is he so yeah. funny? He's this, hilarious. <laughs> this answer. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When I'm, thank you so much for the call, Jenny. I appreciate so, it. So, uh, I'm, uh, look me up on Tinder. All right, good. <laughs> on Tinder? <laughs> when I text Ryan, yo, his responses are so randomly hilarious. That you don't even know what to say to him. You almost think that it's he's so sick. Off, he's so good off the cuff. <laughs> you might have the wrong number. It might not even be him. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take two more callers and we go right back. Caller, who am I talking to? Caller, who am I talking to? Uh, my name is Lace. Lacey. Oh, got nice. Wait. All right, got it. <laughs> Who's your question for? Uh, it's actually for both of the brothers. Go ahead. Uh, since you guys have followed such similar career paths. I was just wondering, do you guys have a lot of kind of rivalry back and forth on who can one-up each other in shows and girls and what have you? I'll, I'll let her answer this. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Uh, I, I want my answer to be the, the monkey emoji where he's covering his eyes. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for your call. Uh, wait, hang on, what was the question? Uh, I have funny do you guys have competition and rivalry? Yeah. Uh, we do, not not a competition and rivalry, but we do constantly, uh, I think we like a lot of the same stuff and hate so much of the same stuff that whether we're telling each other jokes or headlines in the newspaper, they're like, you believe this or... Uh, it's we we constantly go back and forth, but we did get into a little bit of a fight about politics, but we won't get into that now. But uh, we're we're both uh, constantly trying to think outside the box and challenge each other to be funnier with something else. So that's pretty cool. I thought I love it. One Thank that you. we love is. Uh like on Facebook, the thing like it was here, crazy headline. Click here, like the Donald. Uh, the, usually, <laughs> usually, lately, it's Donald Trump. Yeah, he, Donald Trump doesn't understand seasons how they work. Yeah. <laughs> like and just I, I believe I just saw another one that I sent you. It was uh, the real reason Donald Trump stopped eating Oreos, <laughs> and it's him like ah. It's like oh, yeah, well, I need to know. <laughs> he ran out of milk. Already ran out of milk. So let me get right now. These are the lightning round questions, man. Because it's so it's so much to fit into so much of a small time. <laughs> Dolph, let me start with you, man. Nope. Who are you closest to in the WWE? Like height wise, or <laughs> ah, who are you closest friendship wise? Money, friendship wise. Uh, <laughs> wise uh, Zack Ryder, The Miz, a uh, couple behind the scenes guys that we got. I'm I'm pretty friendly. Well, not pretty friendly. <laughs> I'm cordial with all my coworkers. Like uh, there's a there's probably a bunch of people I'm leaving out. Um, I think Breeze is getting called up pretty soon. He's a good kid, and um, kind of had a couple good talks with him. So um, friendly, friendly. I'll either ride by myself, which I really like, or uh, with Zack Ryder or Miz, or even uh, our doctor on occasion. Just uh, everybody gets together and it's easy, easy Very and fun. Yeah. Uh, In case oh, you get sick too on the drive. Yeah. That is really a two on one. I like that. Uh, <laughs> What are some of your funniest road stories for being in WWE? That's the only thing. I don't really have like a lot of funny stories because a lot of the times, it, mm -hmm. it's not like the Attitude Era where everyone just goes out and parties and then wakes up in the next town or something. It's uh, <laughs> it's we we have a 300-mile drive to another city, and we have to get a workout in and um, book a hotel and drive yourself or something. So I, I'm not really partying when I'm out on the road or anything. Tuesday night is our Friday night, which was last night because we're all, we all fly home. Or in this case, I flew to, to L.A. to get a, do a couple shows before we do uh, the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. But it's, um, that, that's my big night to have a couple of drinks and a steak or something. So uh, I'll have some fun um, this week. Some maybe Cabo Cantina, have some fun thing, but I don't really have any funny stories or anything. I, I like that. Ryan? Funny stories? 
Give me one, man. No, j- just your top ten funny stories of me being on the road. Go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, think I, didn't, I didn't. I don't go on the road. No. <laughs> you uh, just you just had like a two week trip that you were literally. On. I did have a two week trip because you could not come to my stand up comedy show. That's right. Sorry about that. Where was your stand up at? Bastard. How much was, time did you do? I was hosting, so I was there the whole night. Excellent. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Um, other than that, <laughs> hell yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> So I'm hitting right. I'm like, yo, you got to come. He's like, I'm out of town. I'm doing some wrestling. I'm doing some shows. I'm like, oh, that's huge, man. And I, I got jellyfished in the neck in the, in the ocean. And what? who was the first person who offered to pee on you? <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> right here. That's true. So much love. I offered, and then he uh, took a screen cap of the text and then sent, sent it to, it our, to parents. our parents. Uh, yeah. It was the last. I had to fly back out to go come back here. Oh, it's it's not thought, just a pee on like. That's a thing where you get stung by a jellyfish. You yeah. Have to, yeah, I've heard of it. Oh, I've yeah. Heard of it. <laughs> I, just, I'm like, it. I didn't know if he was West. doing a euphemism Kanye or West. if he actually got stung by a jellyfish. I was like, what does that mean? I got jellyfish. Oh. I like, thought it was a sexual dirty. position <laughs> for skinny dipping, but I'm glad you explained it. Jellyfish. Jellyfish. Finally. Who are some of the guys that you guys haven't gotten a chance to work with that you would have loved to work with wrestling-wise? I always think this is, there's no way it's possible, but I, I loved Andy Kaufman so much. I wasn't alive when that was happening, but yeah. he's like, for comedy and wrestling, he's, he's like a transcendent figure. And he that is. was, uh, when I was in FCW, Dr. Tom would pull me aside and go, you have to study all this stuff and you give me tapes and books and all that. And I thought, oh yeah, this is the best guy of all time right mm-hmm. here. So if you're listening. <laughs> I like oh, to, I already doing a set at the comedy store. Tony Clifton's doing a set at the Tony comedy Clifton, store. Tony yeah. Somehow too soon. No, <laughs> go ahead, man. Too soon. Too soon. Uh, he said he's good. I can't Here's what sucks. Oh, not sucks. I was very lucky to get in the ring, brand new, with uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, Dusty Rhodes, and that was my my first year of yeah. wrestling. So, and, and since I didn't do any independence or anything, that was it. That was me still learning how to do headlock takeovers and mm-hmm. tag in and out and know the rules and stuff. So, uh, I wish there was a scenario where I could be in the ring with guys like that because I'm kind of more in a role now where I'm giving back and helping out other guys yeah. and it'd be nice at some point to uh, be out there with like a Sean or a Hunter or someone and be yeah. able to just have the time and continue to learn and grow from and being in the ring with one of the best of all time which would be cool. But. We're going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back and I'm going to write the best storyline for that to happen. CT against the world! We'll be right back with more Clayton Thomas against the world on PlayboyRadio.com Don't go anywhere! Hi, I'm Anna Sharif from Huntington Beach, California and today I'm shooting with Playboy. So today Playboy has brought me back to Playboy Studios and my setup was really, really cool. It was retro with this really awesome leather chair and an all-white backdrop. So it really uh, popped. I really enjoyed that one. I like vintage, and I like a little bit of pinup and sexy. That was a really, really good shoe. The outfit that I had on was definitely something that I would wear at home, you know, a sexy time. And, or, you know, by myself, maybe. But it was, um, it was definitely my style. My favorite pose I did on this chair would have to be um, a little bit of booty action, facing the camera, looking over my shoulder with the, and you could see the line of the stocking going up the back of the leg. Really sexy. I'm Anna Shree, and if you'd like to see more of me, join Playboy Plus. How to kiss. A seemingly simple task. A kiss can make or break a moment. 
And while most men believe themselves to be the perfect kissers, many women are quick to disagree. Step 1. The tease. Place your hand on the back of her neck or by her jaw. Make eye contact and maintain it to build the tease. Step 2. The kiss. The ever-important first touch of the lips. If you want to make her work for it, the first moment should be a gentle tease. By slowing down the action, you'll show her that you're in control. Never give too much, too much tongue, teeth, or just too hard. Watch for signs of heavy breathing, moans, and hand placement. And remember, you can always move beyond her mouth. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Callers are on the line. I'm about to do y'all very light and quick. Let me get to a couple more questions. What is your relationship like with Vince McMahon, Triple H, and Stephanie? Uh, currently, it's, we're, we're on and off. Yeah, it's, uh, on they're on, on a break. Off, yeah. They're on a break right now, you guys. <laughs> it's definitely mutual. <laughs> yeah. like those tears, definitely <laughs> mutual. Um, I, I mean, I think a lot of us who weren't around in the Attitude Era to kind of that are still around to be. Uh, longer of a time to get in there and be buddies and challenge Vince and do things. I think a lot of, I'll put myself in the younger group for a minute, uh, us guys think we should have a better relationship with them at, at all times. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is a little tricky. It's uh, The TV days are the craziest days in the world. It's a 13-hour day. Uh, they're making sure they got everything done. A thousand things on their plate and you're trying to, sorry, trying to worry about your one couple minute thing and it's it's uh i wish i had a better relationship with all three of them but uh, i was very fortunate um two weeks ago we do a lot of whether it's uh visiting troops uso stuff and uh we went to uh children's hospital um it was the bellas and i and alicia fox and stephanie Mm -hmm. and we that was just like bonding over just talking and being people and giving back and like it's things like that that you get to know your bosses a little bit better, and it was such a great experience. So I love that. More and more, we'll get into that hopefully, and uh, that's it's just opportunities like that where it's you just get to be a normal person and you know hear about her kids and stuff, and then it's a good time. So. Now that that's why I enjoy hearing these kind of things, man. Because first and foremost, a lot of people don't know you are a ten plus year veteran in WWE. A lot of people might look like, oh yeah, Shh. well you know he's a he's a new guy. I'm like yeah. he's not new. This he's will a be veteran. the if it happens uh, yeah. after January 1st, it'll be like the seventh or eighth year where I will be the young up and coming guy, <laughs> one of the top three to watch for. And yeah. It's funny, but it's uh, I think I've just kind of grown out of there. Besides, like Kane and Big Show backstage, I'm the old guy, which is so crazy because you're so young. I feel young, but yeah. it's uh, it's it's cool. You get to get back. Do it. a lot of people don't know. Ten, eleven years I've been here, or whatever, and. Uh, it's it's fun. Like people come ask me advice, and it's like, oh, it's yeah, I'm the old guy. I guess so. All right. Can I do a lightning uh, question? Of course. Who, t- truthfully, if Ooh, you had to use like that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> using American math like systems, who's older between you and Ric Flair? <laughs> American think, math systems. Well, I think I trained him in Minnesota, so <laughs> wow. technically me. Tec- okay. Yeah. Right. That is one of those. Jesus, Ryan. <laughs> well, because mom was asking. Yeah, my, my mom does. Too. My mom and dad will ask which one of us is this. You know, what age? 
and it's uh, but actually it it based on a, a really cool joke and story of I love Flair, looked up to him my whole life, yeah. and now I get to see him and and hug him, and he loves my work, and I love his work, and it's a very cool thing. So here's the thing: now I'm I'm about to go to these callers. I got five callers to get to before I even all at the same time. Up, it's gonna be crazy. Right. Watch now. The funny thing is, I'm about to have a personal. No way, shape, or form affiliated with Dolph Ziggler, Vent Fest for Dolph Ziggler. All right? Okay. Here's the first thing. Wait, can we just reiterate uh, whatever the the warning was? Like, yeah, it's how is, they start Girls Gone Wild or whatever? Like, this warning. Is, <laughs> <laughs> the views I mean, and opinions of Clayton Thomas in no way reflect the actual reviews of Dolph Ziggler and <laughs> exactly. the WWE. I'm These just, are yeah. my thoughts and my thoughts alone and not the thoughts of Dolph Ziggler. He paid for this time, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, I am annoyed at the fact that, well, first of all, I'm not annoyed at this fact. This was unfortunate that right when you won the IC title, then Ric Flair was going to be with you, as so we thought from an audience perspective, and then he ended up having to get surgery or something. It was like, we missed out. Number two, I got literally pissed off when I saw. Yeah, pissed off. Oh my god! Literally, figuratively, just literally pissed off. I literally wet my pants a little bit. These views are Clayton Thomas's alone, (laughs) and no views like shape or form of Dolph Ziggler or Ryan Neiman. Now. I saw you win the World Heavyweight Championship. It was the biggest pop, uh, one of the biggest pops in uh, WWE history. Then uh, they made you drop the belt to Alberto Del Rio, who's an amazing wrestler, but not by far entertaining. Then (laughs) we all hated him. Nobody gave him a good reaction, good or bad. We were like, we're over it. He's like, you know, whatever. So then... Fast forward, you win Survivor Series, and they make it seem like it was all Sting. Like, yeah, he helped, but come on. He won the match. Can we get some credit for Ziggler? Anyway. Sting helped you. <laughs> Sting was he helped you cash in Money in the Bank, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just behind the scenes, he pulled some strings. But it's, uh, <laughs> um, I'd like to answer the second part first and Go the ahead. third part yeah. last. And then, uh, yeah. no, uh, what was the first thing you said? Man, I've rattled off so much, man. Uh, Yeah, Ric Flair. Flair, A lot of, in a very cool way, like I said, he's been such a a mentor and a cool guy to me uh, for years. He uh, was begging to to work together with me, and I thought that would be the coolest thing in the world, and uh, it didn't work out, uh, but... I still get to see him a lot, and mm-hmm. he still pulls me aside and says, "Hey, that sucked what you did just there." And it's like, "God, I'll fix it." You got yeah. it, you know. And it's uh, it's very cool. Not a lot of people can tell me that for any reason, but it's uh, it's cool when he does. And um, what's the second thing? Uh, world title. Yeah, the world title that pissed uh, me off when they made you drop it. Del Rio and I had a match in Chicago, which was to you smart marks called a double turn, which mm-hmm. we call in the biz. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> That is one of my crowning achievements in this business was that match. Uh, what we did to turn an entire crowd, which was already for me a little bit, but to tell, to get the time to tell a story and tell a very cool story that my head, I'm concussed, I yeah. can't go on, somehow I'm still going on, and uh, it was, I, I'm very proud of that match. So uh, third thing, yeah, Survivor Series was a very cool Awesome, awesome moment, and it was so cool to be in there. For I was in the ring, out cold or whatever, while Sting <laughs> made his WWE debut. And if yeah. you're a wrestling fan, that is an unheard of Iconic. moment to be one of the two guys in that ring. Yeah. And the other guy is uh, someone they obviously have a lot of hope for and yeah. is, is doing great, is Seth Rollins. But it's uh, for me to be like, I'm the guy. The guy that seems like the stepchild of the WWE who constantly, yeah. you know, it's get this organic movement behind me and then you never know what's going to happen. And I think that's part of the charm of rooting for me in an underdog <laughs> position, I guess. Man. But it's just the fact that I, it could have been anybody out there. You're, and yeah. WWE picked me to be the guy for Sting's debut. He helped me win and, and to get that win. So, I mean, uh, those memories are awesome. And, and most importantly, uh, the paychecks were too. So Best nice. answer ever. Look, we got to take uh, line five. Who am I talking to? Line five. 
Who am I talking to? This is from Philly. What's going on? Uh, yeah, hello. Yeah, hello. They have a Chipotle in the yeah, Philly airport. Is, uh, <laughs> We're on line five. <laughs> who, you, who you want to talk to, man? Uh, I, I actually have a question for uh, both brothers. There we go. Uh, <laughs> are Chipotle jokes still in, or is like a new thing? I'm not really hit. Did he say, are Chipotle jokes still are in? Are Chipotle jokes yeah. in? That's why uh, he called? Are they in? They're probably a little out, but it depends. If you do, you know, if you're a good comic and you can get six months to a year out of uh, your material, whether you're constantly um, upgrading it or changing it, uh, you, I mean, but I still go to Chipotle pretty much every single day. Also, <laughs> like I said, it was a Philly call, and I was like, oh, that airport just got a Chipotle in it. So it's very helpful for me when I'm flying in and out constantly to be able to get a burrito. So your move, number five or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Dave. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That's uh, why he called and held that online. That is why he held right. online. Uh, we is, got is Chipotle still open. Uh, we got another call. Are scarves in, you guys? Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna hang up and wait for your response. <laughs> Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? What's up, guys? It's Jennifer Garcia again. Oh, Hi, Jennifer Garcia. Welcome hey, back. Second time, through. long time, or whatever. How's it going? Second time caller, long time listener. <laughs> yeah. Second time, long time. Right, yeah, totally, totally, right? Yeah. Go ahead. What's your question, man? Anyway. Hey, uh, Jennifer uh, Garcia, where are you? I, uh, why? The questions are going to get harder the- after this. Oh, yeah. she's in the hallway. Now, now she's weirded out. <laughs> she said, why? Like, you're about to ask him something super yeah. personal again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Why. Uh, anyway, so uh, I couldn't say this the first time because I was not ready to be caller one. I was not prepared. So I'm just going to say it now, and I fear, I don't want to sound like a mark, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Uh, you've been my favorite wrestler for four years, and I just, I really appreciate your work. I really appreciate everything you do for us fans, and you go out there all the time and, like, give everything you have. And I just, I look up to somebody like that who, no matter what, they give their all in everything that they do. So I really appreciate that. Before uh, anyway, before yeah, we play, yeah, like, the harp music so and say funny. thank you so much for that, who the hell was your favorite five years ago? <laughs> <laughs> That's all he heard. Okay, 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 okay. listen, no. Because my, and this brings into my next question, is my favorite wrestler of all time is Shawn Michaels. Right. You know, he retired in 2010, so for a little, oh, you know, for a long time, I didn't really have a wrestler to really to gravitate okay. to you know like what? I did. The, the math kind of adds up. All right, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Not that weird new Facebook right. math or whatever, but like, yeah, common, the regular math. Common core. Yeah. Uh, honestly, th- yeah. Uh, I keep looking up like you're in the sky, uh, <laughs> but you are in the building I mean, somewhere, which is great. But I, 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 uh, I am in the building. In right. Yeah, so, so essentially my question is, when are we ever going to get a segment between you two? Because I have been clamoring for that. How many questions does she get? I don't know. Sean <laughs> uh, was just there on Monday, and he's very sparing with his stuff, and he's retired, and I wish we could get 30 seconds. It would be great, even if I could just face off or something. But, I mean, it's really hard to – I mean, you got to go with who the champ is. So, obviously, Rollins got it on Monday. and it's. I'd love to. I'd yeah, love to stand across on. from him in the ring. I get to pick his brain every time I see him and vent to him about what I'm frustrated about, and he tells me what he was mad about, and it's it's mm. a great time. But uh, to do that on TV would be awesome too. We'll see one of these days, maybe. Thank you so much, Jennifer. <laughs> Got to stop Bye, her Jennifer. quick. She might have stolen it. And my fourth, <laughs> Ziggler. Why don't you answer your door when I'm not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't having the, like the jacket <laughs> open. Yeah, what's the point? So who am I talking to? Hello. Yes. So you're on the air. Get straight to your question. Hi. Um, what's what's your this, um, thoughts on the diva division for Dolph? Uh, would you? Any of you guys like to answer first? 
Uh, you know what? The thoughts on the diva division, the diva, the divas division. I think that they're uh, they have the best spotlight that they've had in years. Because when I was growing up watching WWE, it was all bra and panties matches, mud matches. Uh, they were all beautiful, but you know, a couple of the diamonds in the rough actually ran it. So nowadays, I'm I'm seeing a lot more wrestling and a lot less just uh, beauty, which is great. Uh, not to say that they're not attractive, but I don't want to dig this hole any further. Anyway, your thoughts? Um. Um, can you ask Dolph what who's his favorite superstar besides Cesaro at the currently? <laughs> oh, that's tricky. Besides Cesaro, uh, who do you think I like? Biggie. Mm-hmm. I, I liked Biggie and Kofi until he beat me up the other week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happened in Boston? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm trying to think who who else do I like? I like Cesaro a lot. I already you guys know that. Uh, I like Ryback. Oh, the big guy. I like Ryback. Uh, me and him get to uh, give each other some pointers after each match and stuff. So uh, I'm really looking forward to hopefully he goes somewhere big with what he's doing right now. I yeah. Cesaro, then Ryback. Let's say that. Thank you so much okay. for your call. <laughs> I already knew what that was about to be. All right. Uh, we got another caller. Who am I talking to? Hi, this is Trina. Go ahead, Trina. Go straight to the question, baby. All right. So just really quick. Um, this is for Ryan and Dolph. If you had to have like your last retirement match, who would you want to face and have retire you? What did she say? If you had to have a retirement match, match yeah. who would you choose to have oh, retire? I don't want it to happen. I'm just asking. Uh, it was. Uh, if you got to do it again. No, I'll just say what happened. It was, the, it was the Ascension, and then it was Mason Ryan. He threw me out of the ring, and that was the last time anyone ever heard from me. I, actually, I really like Mason Ryan, too. Yeah, he was almost my Big E. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, if I had a retirement match, yeah. Sean would be awesome, but Ooh. let's say, God, I don't know why I want to retire me. I, you know what? If I couldn't get Sean or even Flair to throw on like a figure four on me, and maybe I have uh, – Broski run down the aisle and uh, give him one more, uh, take one more Rough Rider for him one more time. So I like it. Thank you so much for the call, baby. What about Tracy Smothers? Tracy I would Smothers. love to wrestle Tracy Smothers. So we got to take a quick break. We will be right back. I'm going to take my last caller, and then we're going for more questions for Dolph and Ryan, the CT Against the World. We'll be right back with more Clayton Thomas Against the World on PlayboyRadio.com. Don't go anywhere. It's the Playboy Morning Show. Hi, everyone. My name is Lauren Elise, and I am here with the Playboy Morning Show at the MTV Movie Awards. The celebrities are about to start showing up, and this red carpet is about to get smoking hot. Playboy. It's the David Hasselhoff. What's the craziest thing you've ever done in a movie theater? Uh, get head, probably. But I don't know if that's crazy. That's kind of standard, right? <laughs> I love is him. Is my mom going to see this? <laughs> I can't tell you that. I mean, I feel like I've done everything in a movie theater. <laughs> There's a lot of movies that I haven't seen in a movie theater, but been there for it. Yeah, what baby. What is your favorite R-rated word? Uh, can I say it? Motherfucker. I like to mix them up, like combine them, like shit balls. Nobody says shit balls or uh, <laughs> I <do>. dick <laughs> strip. That's not R-rated. That's, that's like PG-19. All right, I have Grumpy Cat here. Oh, Grumpy oh. Cat, do you love Playboy? I love how he's wearing that stupid um. I'll take Pharrell that as a yes. Hat. How old is Hugh Hefner? Immortal. Oh. He was a, he was a vampire. Good answer. Hugh's a vampire. Hugh's going to outlive us all. Hugh, Betty White, and all roaches on the planet will be here long after we're gone. What do you think is the biggest turn on for a girl? Oh, man, a guy who's funny and has a big one down there. I mean, that, 
and well, money. So you put those three together, and you're gonna hit that night. So for sure, those three things. <laughs> Be funny, have money, and have a big day. Yes, absolutely. That's it. That's the way to our heart. Yep, Charlamagne the God. And Carly Aquilino. And you're watching the Playboy Morning Show. I don't know why the women are naked, but next time we watch this morning show, we want to see titties. And that's a wrap here on the red carpet at the MTV Movie Awards with the Playboy Morning Show. My name is Lauren Elise. See you guys soon. If you want to hear more, make sure to scroll down and click Download Podcast. Playboyradio.com. We're back. It's Clayton Thomas against the world. On Playboyradio.com. And we are back. I am here. Let me take this last caller real fast. Who am I talking to? Hey, Hello? Uh, Poltergeist, we're talking to you right now. <laughs> Hi. Hey, what's your name and what's your question? It's Ella again, and I had a question for Dolph. <laughs> um, I was wondering, how do you feel when people call you Noodlehead? Um, it doesn't really hurt my feelings. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, if you want me to block you or something, I can do it. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, for 25 years, I had a flat top military style so i mean this uh, my hair is so i can get beat up better i don't know <laughs> someone on twitter yeah. drew a picture, thank you so much for the call girl ramen noodles in your hair that's pretty good yeah it's all right so guys you guys got to tell me your weirdest fan moments ever where it was an experience where a fan was a little too weird or you might have been too weird meeting somebody that you're a fan of let me start with you ryan sure okay in kentucky i can think of something right off the bat every <laughs> wednesday when we leave the davis arena this mother who came to every show with her daughter who was like 13 or 14, she would just like talk to you the whole way to your car and then you're like, okay, 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 okay. Oh. And as she's talking to you, she, she would slip in like, yeah, this is going on, you know, blah, 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 good match, blah, here's my daughter's number. You give her a call sometime. Aww. I would stick it in my pocket and I'd go, what? And I would just like drive off and go, this is a 14-year-old girl's phone number. Ooh. Given- Kentucky, though, technically. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> And, I, and that was every single week, and then I would, I'd get, like, emails and Facebook things, going, hey, someone would really like to hear from you. I'm like, ah, no, stop, <laughs> leave me alone. I don't want to marry your daughter. You know the easiest way to marry get rid of daughter. fans. Do her one favor. Fine. <laughs> Officially right now. Yes, the answer is yes. The easiest way to get rid of fans, from what I learned, is to give, the, like, they think that they want your attention. If you give it to them, they run out of steam. Like, you're like, hey, I just want to ask you a question. What is it? Uh, so <laughs> that's so true. How do you put your pants on? And you're like, I just you know one leg at a time. Nice meeting you, and then they just it's over. <laughs> Dog. Uh, I usually give some smart mouth comment when someone asks, and then give them a uh, autograph or a picture or something. But or ask them if they did their homework or cleaned their room, and that usually stumps them for a second, and then they're like, Well, no. I'm like, We'll come back when it's done or whatever. But uh, I'll be I, waiting. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be right here outside this right Cracker Barrel here. and wherever the hell I am. Uh, I don't. I'm trying to think. There's been, I mean, boobs have been signed, hmm. uh, but it's. I don't know. I'm trying to. Uh, a the couple hardcore the... grown-up guys offering their girlfriends. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Man. So I don't Tan. know what the sitch is here. Ixnay. I don't know. If... <laughs> Ixnay. Okay. Ixnay on the offer. We'll, we'll okay. Talk, I'll... Off the air or whatever. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Oh, None of this is being recorded, right? No! <laughs> that red light so... means it's not recording, right? <laughs> this is all just checking. between friends. Yeah. All Fix just... it all in post. When do we start? Are we starting soon? <laughs> so now I let me ask you, this. Uh, this is you guys' worst date ever. Give me the worst date you've been on. What's happened? Date? Give it to me. <laughs> oh, man. I don't really do those. Let me Nobody think. Nobody dates anymore. He's a Netflix and chill guy. This is Ryan. A lot of good comedy specials on Netflix. Oh, I... Uh... <laughs> 
I went to to visit your old college uh, one weekend, Kent State, and I'll just give the bullet points. I don't want to tell the whole story. Thank yeah. God. I heard <laughs> tooth got knocked out. Mm. She Was she talking too much? Because <laughs> that's screwed up, bro. Oh. She this is a, she knocked her own tooth out. Oh, she walked into a door too. And, <laughs> And it, like it happened while I was I was kind of away for from it, so I, she's talking blah blah blah, and I go, what? "Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you missing a tooth right now?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, I forgot. Sorry, that happened." I'm like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> Next bullet point: she pissed herself a couple times, <laughs> a couple times, threw up on herself. Mm. Okay, is this, this a party where you put tarp down though? First, one of those kind of <laughs> pee parties like this you went to Chicago in the. SUV she was borrowing from her older brother for the weekend. Uh, wow. That back so so at some point I just kinda like survey the situation and go, All right, in this car that she's borrowing from her brother, there's vomit, there's pee, there's a somewhere is a tooth, and I go, Alright, cool, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> I love but, how did you just you roll out of the side of a car this guy, thirty down the road? The older brother when he gets the car back is probably just like, Oh cool, my car opens yeah. the door. <laughs> There's definitely a murder in here. Anyway, I'm back but, to school. But just the tooth missing wasn't a beauty. She's like, oh, yeah, that blah, blah, blah. So yeah. anyway, and I go, no, 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 no. How did she open the The hangover. The hangover movie. You had the yeah, date right, right, version. Right. Yes. Drinking from a bottle, and she said someone bumped into her and went, and she just went, yeah, okay, and just kept, like, it didn't phase her. Get out of here. Yeah. No, give it to me, man. Right, I've been waiting for that one to go. I don't know. I did a I tried a couple dates. Um, I don't really like talking to people if they're not, I don't know, it's hard if they're not intelligent. <laughs> it's like a, I go, I have this tiny, I have like a 34 hour window mm-hmm. at home uh, a week, usually. Uh, and I'll go, is this worth like two mm. hours of my time? Touche. Even if this person's really nice. Mm-hmm. And I've had times where I'm like, oh, this person's really nice. Never see him again. I got to go to work. And I just, I'd rather enjoy my, just watching TV or sit in my backyard reading or something. But, uh. I mean, I guess there's a couple times where I like didn't hook up after. I guess that's weird. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, tr- uh, okay, wait. I kind of. Uh, no, I can't tell. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll end it. Okay, so here's the thing, man. First and foremost, this has been a super entertaining interview. Uh, I have to ask you guys, what's coming up next, and how can we find you, Ryan? Give it to me. So much. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, we're doing an interview with Playboy Radio with Clayton. Yeah. Nice. Don't miss that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing else matters. That's it. Yeah. Back uh, to the future day. This is Arrow tomorrow. Tomorrow night, Second City in Hollywood, 10 p.m. Get tickets online because it's going to sell out. Uh, we're doing the Flying Chuck Show, both of us. With it probably already has. May have sold out already, yeah. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> next night, 7 p.m. at I.O., we're doing an improv set there. Nice. Uh, that same night at UCB, midnight. The UCB Slamtastic Wrestle Rama, whatever. Super <laughs> Wrestle Fest. Yeah. With Hell in uh, a Celliversary, I think. <laughs> Hot Young Briley on Twitter. Twitter. And my favorite screen name of all time is Ryan Nim Nim. Ryan Nim Nim. Nim Nim. Yeah, I was confused. There was a, a Ryan Nem Nem who I thought it was him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and he was having a baby with a young lady, <laughs> and she was putting a lot of pictures up there. And I had to send him. I go, this is really you. Sonogram. Like, it's <laughs> Rye, Rye or something. I'm like, oh, that makes it better. That would be a weird fan. That yeah, would be a weird fan. Ten pregnancy? Yeah, I guess it's. I have to I mean, thank you guys for doing my show, man. This <laughs> has literally been my favorite day 
ever of doing Clayton Thomas against the world. I had my oh man God. real. I got my man Dolph Ziggler. I got Ryan Nim Nim. I got Ryan. Ryan 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 Ryan. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's Clay Thomas against the world. I will be at Flying Chuck tomorrow night, which is going to be Thursday. It's going to be live at Second City. I'm going to be. Uh, continuing to do my sitcom doing my show thank you guys so much for watching family time on bounce tv every tuesday night check me out i'm one of the best comedians you never heard of clayton thomas against the world